Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. D1 Highlights here. Guess what it is. Guess what it is. Guess what it is. Guess what time it is. DC, it is officially playoffs. D1 Highlights Playoff Edition. Hey, this is great. We are officially into the 2017 TSSAA playoffs. And uh, we had an exciting, to say the least, uh, week one or uh, round one of playoffs. So uh, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of uh, games to go through, a lot of teams to congratulate, um, a lot of teams to you know, tell to keep their head up and keep moving. Uh, for you seniors out there, um, this is the next chapter of your life, your senior year, high school football coming to an end. It's time to move on. It's time to keep moving. Uh, I think we tweeted out earlier this week. Uh, don't let the race, don't let the race uh, pass you up. Don't get passed up in the race. You know, life's going to keep on moving. So we're going to need you guys to keep on moving. And uh, keep y'all's head up, man. Keep y'all's head up. But we're going to talk about uh, the victors. We're going to talk about a lot of the guys that pulled out this week one successfully round one and uh on the list of things to talk about we're going to talk about of course those cornersville bulldogs who uh successfully ran past hollow rock brewston earned themselves another another home game uh in the playoffs for round two we're going to talk about uh, the summit spartans doing their thing first time ever going to the second round in school history, we're going to talk a little bit about Shelbyville and Hillsboro. Paging Gallatin was a good one, DC. Yes, Gallatin, I heard was great. Yeah, with that. Oh, okay. So that one went into over. That's the one that went into overtime. Okay, man, I wish I could have seen that one. I heard. I, mean, I bet that was good. You know, we had our our guys out there representing uh, baby face assassin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you got out there, uh, Jacob Van Landingham. You got to say his name with a British accent. So, so official. <laughs> so, Paige, man. Paige earned themselves uh, to maybe redeem themselves in this uh, second round against Region 4, Summit Spartans. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be happening uh, down here in Spring Hill. So, uh, speaking of Spring Hill, Spring Hill, we're going to talk a little bit about those Raiders who all of a sudden found their mojo, got past Macon County. And uh, something that I really don't want to talk about, DC. Uh, okay. I'm a little, uh, just a little teary at from it, you know. Um, I know you and Intern Abby went out and uh, seen the homeboys. Man, unfortunately, Region 3 and 6A just. It's completely sweeps region four. Region Crazy. four 
is done already. They're they're like, all right, region three, here you go. You guys can go play each other again, and we're gonna chill. And the homeboys are out. Mount Mount Juliet Bears went ten and zero this year, as you guys know. Talk of the state, talk of the town, man. They were on top of the world. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll talk to DC about that. He was there firsthand, and I was out covering another game, and I'm I'm texting him. I'm like I'm like, dude, why aren't you tweeting out Mount Juliet scores? He's like, they ain't scoring. <laughs> like, yeah, there there was nothing to tweet uh, out to you. I mean, it, it was nothing. Uh, it was sad. Yeah. So we'll talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk about uh, a couple other games that happened between those two regions. Um, I honestly thought that uh, Hendersonville was going to be able to upset Blackman. That didn't happen. Um, I thought I thought Lebanon was going to upset Oakland. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, got I don't jokes. know why you thought that was. <laughs> I got jokes. I got jokes. Uh, Clarkson Northeast. Clarkson Northeast. Uh, that was on our list of games to check out. Uh, South Wind. Hey, hey. Yo. Shout out to those um, Clarksville Eagles, man. They have nothing at all to hang their head or their hats down. I mean, first year uh, head coach. Uh, Chad Watson out there did some wonderful things out there with those young men. So, you know, if y'all are out there listening, you know, they have nothing to hang their head down about. I mean, nothing but respect from, from us over here at D1 Highlights with those with those uh, Clarksville Northeast Eagles. Again, Absolutely. Coach Watson did an amazing job this, this, this year with them. I mean, honestly, uh, Clarksville wasn't even – on our radar, I mean, I know it wasn't on mine, Evan, other than, you know, Coach Watson going over there from Clarksville Academy, but, I mean, those guys, I mean, Heath Williams Jr. at that quarterback position, the kid is a beast. I'm looking forward to continue to watch him over these uh, next few months and see his development. Um, Devin Delay, you know, being the captain of that defense, Again, you know, you guys who are out there listening, keep your head up. Y'all have nothing at all to put your head down about. So, you know, keep your head up. Definitely salute you all up there. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I agree. No, yeah, they weren't on my list at all. Um, There's quite a, you know, there's quite a few teams um, on this bracket that's left uh, that, that honestly was not on my list this year. Um, you know, like I mentioned it a minute ago, Hillsboro. Um, I didn't. I honestly didn't think that Hillsboro was going to turn their season around the way they did. Now Hillsboro has a, uh, a second chance at redemption. Uh, they got to go play eleven and old Beach, and um, I don't know if they learned anything from the first game, but we'll see. Uh, that's you know that Hillsboro team was not on my list uh, at least through the first couple of weeks of the season. You know, I'll tell you what, Evan, if I could. Um, you know, anytime you have legendary coach uh, Maurice Fitzgerald, you know, being the coach of uh, the head coach of the team, I mean, you've seen what he did at Pearl Cone, um, took a little time off, came back, brought Stratford back mm-hmm. to relevance again. And then, you know, for his first year out there in Hillsborough, um, and to do what he did out there, I mean, like you said, I mean, start off the season, they they started off a bit rocky. 
But you know, for them to do what they've been doing, um, I'm, I'm excited to kind of watch that. Uh, you know, seven and four Hillsboro versus that eleven and O Beach. I mean, that game for me is probably one of the biggest games in Middle Tennessee. Um, you're going to have two really good bats um, on display with, um, you know, everyone obviously knows uh, Kaylin Dunlap out there at Beach. And then you got a big back out there at Hillsboro and Jacob Frazier. And, you know, that's going to be a game to watch right there. I mean, it's, you know, like I said last week, you know, the playoffs the playoff are tough and it's sad because, you know, these kids put it all out on the line throughout the, throughout the winter break and, of course, the spring break and then the two days during the summer to get to this point. And, you know, and unfortunately someone has to lose, you know. Yep. I, I, you know, and that and that and that's the most important thing. You know, like you said, it, it, you know, I, I mean, I, I guess it's kind of cliche. You know, say leave it all on the field, but I'm gonna tell you something, man. Like that's one of those things. If you don't understand now, you're gonna understand when you get, uh, or what you know when it's over. You know, when you graduate, when you're in college, when you're in, you know, when you're a grown man with a family. You know, looking back, thinking. Man, you know what could I have done differently in that game, or what could I have done harder in that game, you know, or or or, or in, in that season, you know, uh, because I, you know, I definitely look back at a couple of moments, you know, in our high school career when I'm like, man, you know, if I just, you know, you know, one extra, yeah, you know, so. Uh, you know that you know. I mean, that's the most important thing. I mean, even if you get beat, you know, because you're not gonna win everything in life. Even if you get beat, you know, football is a team effort. You know, everything's not gonna go your way every time. But even if you get beat, if you're, if you're sitting at home after round two or after round one, just knowing that you put it all on the field, just knowing that you put your all into it, and you said, man, I really, I really gutted it out. You know, so that I think that's the most important thing. And, uh, you know, we talked about Mount Juliet being out after the first round, you know, just looking, uh, you know, just judging from what you told me, D.C., uh, that game came down to the last play, to the last, uh, what, fourth and 12 or fourth and 13 for Mount Juliet. And, you know, they gutted it out. They put it all out there on the line. So they got nothing to be ashamed of. Um, Absolutely you know, not. I mean, that, you know. I mean- and, and as you mentioned, Abby, you know, that, that Mount Julia game, I know we're going to talk about them probably several times throughout uh, the podcast tonight. But, you know, that Mount Julia game, it, it was a good it was a, a good game. I mean, in my opinion, honestly, Riverdale just outplayed them. I think Riverdale um, potentially might have wanted it more. You know, once you know Riverdale got up and went into the halftime of that lead, you know, I, just, I think Mount Julian was a bit shell-shocked. And, you know, and going back to what we were talking about, leaving it on the field, I feel like all those young men out there in Mount Julian, they left it on the field. They did everything they could. But, unfortunately, Riverdale wanted it more. And that, that 4th and 13 play that you're referring to, I mean, that 4th and 13, that, that just would have got them, obviously, a first down. That You know, they, they, they would have had to convert the 4th and 13, Evan, and then also, you know, score from about 20 yards out to uh, tie the game. Um, gotcha. 
you know, and I think that if they would have scored, um, it would have been a tie ball game, and Mount Juliet could have kicked the extra point to win the game, whereas Riverdale earlier in the first half missed their extra point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like I said, Evan, you know, these young men, hopefully they understand that, as you mentioned, in life, there's going to be winners and losers, and all you can do is bounce back from that and continue to keep going. I mean, again, no, like Clarksville Northeast, Mount Juliet had a hell of a season. I mean, to go 10-0, and 0, I mean, that's something that, you know, those young men will talk about for years. I mean, here we are, you know, uh, 15, almost <laughs> 20 years out of high school, and we still talk about Mumford. I mean, we, we still talk about Mumford back in 97. And, you know, that score, I mean, I remember it was 10-9. to 9. You, know, yep. you, you know, we've had talks with me and you and Larry Johnson, Terrence Gilbert, David Dedman. Um, you know, I imagine I'm probably leaving some other guys out off of that squad, but uh, you know, we talk about that still to this day of, you know, what we could have done better, what we could have done to secure that win. But, you know, at the end of the day, we didn't get it done. Same thing from Mount Juliet, but, you know, I can say that, you know, hey, I made the semifinals my senior year. Same thing for these young men out there at Mount Juliet is, you know, to say that y'all went 10-0, and 0, I mean, that's something in itself to be very proud about. And, you know, again, those guys should definitely keep their heads up. It was it was a bit sentimental. You know, I've got uh, relationships um, with, uh, you know, I call a nephew, uh, Jalen Sal out there, and just to see him. And I tell you what, Jalen held his head up. You know, I had an opportunity to hang out and talk with him a little bit after the game, uh, him and Aiden Reigns briefly, and, you know, it, it hurts. There's, there's nothing I could say to make it feel any better. But other than just say, you know, hey, keep your head up. You got your whole life ahead of you. You know, I look at someone like Jalen. You know, unfortunately, Jalen had his love taken away from him, you know, last year, you know, earlier this year. Had his the love of playing football taken away from him. So he had, you know, he had an opportunity to go out on top 10-0, and 0, be a part of the team, be a part of the play calling. And you look at Jalen now, like I told him the other night, man, he's got a bright future. I mean, he's going to the University of Memphis uh, next year. He's going to be calling plays from the sideline. I'm just excited to say that I know Jalen. I'm glad to say that I've got a relationship with Jalen. And, again, see all the rest of these young men over the next few years. Keep your head up. Nothing to be ashamed about. 10-0, it happens. 10-0, 10-1. Unfortunately, it happens to the best of us, but hell of a season for those Mount Juliet boys. Shout out to Coach Perry and Coach Grimes and the rest of his staff out there in Bear Country. I mean, they, they, they left it on the line. I just think that Riverdale wanted it a little bit more. Mount Juliet got a bit shell-shocked uh, with the athletes that Riverdale has. And, you know, unfortunately, we just didn't get that uh, get the win. But on, yeah. on, on, on another note, Evan, I, I'll tell you what, that semi- uh, finalists running back out there at Riverdale, Sabian. Hey, they 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 didn't have an answer for him, Evan. I mean, Sabian was was balling. I mean, he had a little over 200 rushing yards that that uh, Friday night. And I, I have to, you know, give credit when it's due. Riverdale's um, offensive line did an amazing job opening up holes for him. I mean, if, if I'm the quarterback, Gancy uh, out there. All I got to do is, you know, hand off to my semifinalist running back, 
and Savion, uh, you got a great gig out there. And again, kudos, kudos to them out there. It was also good to see uh, Coach Krisky out there as well too. It was good to chop it up with him a little bit at halftime and obviously after the game. And uh, congratulations to him as well too. I mean, you know, second year coach out there at Riverdale, uh, making some noise and in six uh, A. And you know, again, kudos to him. I can't sit here and and go on and on about Mount Juliet. I have to give, uh, you know, credit to his due. Riverdale moves on to the next round. They're nine and two right now, and they're going to play a, a really good uh, rematch game against Cookville at nine and two. So, oh yeah, shout out, yeah, shout they, out to them. Yeah. I mean, I tell you what, I bet, I bet, I bet Cookville is very eager to play that game. Um, you know, the first time that they met, what was that, back in week eight, week seven, seven, whatever it was, uh, Cookville had that game won. Uh, Riverdale came back, last play of the game, deep pass, took it to him. So I got I got a feeling, you know, Cookville's got a little bit of uh, vengeance in their heart for that game. But, hey, like you said, speaking of uh, Savion Davis, in case you didn't catch the post-game interview with Miss Abby Goodman, uh, I'm going to tweet that out right now uh, in case you guys missed it. Um, and um, that way you can catch that. Uh, very humble young man. Uh, very, very fast. Um, I didn't get a chance to come up to go out that to that game. But um, I watched a few of the video clips of him of him running. Man, that, golly. Talk about some, some, some quicks, man. You know, and for for Mount Juliet, I think I think that was Mount Juliet's biggest question throughout the whole year from us media types was how strong was their schedule? You know, um, you know how much were they tested throughout the regular season? Were they tested enough? Um, and and to me, that says no. After watching this game, uh, you know Riverdale plays over there in Region Three. And uh, like you, you know, like you said, they got a rematch with eight and two Cookville now, uh, eight and two Blackman. If you know everybody, well, they're all nine and two now. But you know that whole region over there just just battled with each other all year. So they were battle tested. You know they, you know they've been held to the fire a little bit throughout the season, and you know and had to stress it out a little bit. You know they didn't know where they were going to finish in the region. Any of those teams except for Oakland, coming down to the last week. Uh, so, uh, you know, just just having that little bit of animosity throughout the year sometimes can can push a team a little bit further. Uh, so, uh, like I said, I, I just retweeted out that interview with uh, Mr. Davis and Abby Goodman. Uh, y'all check that out. Um, but, yeah, hey, let's talk, uh, let's talk that Region 3 real quick. So, you know, I sent out a tweet earlier this week. Um, kind of poking a little fun, saying that these guys like playing each other so much. They love each other so much that they just had to get back to each other again. So uh, you've got a what? Uh, I don't have the bracket right here in front of me. you got Oakland and uh, Blackman playing again, right? Yeah, that, and that's going to be that's going to be a fun one right there too. Yeah, that's gonna man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm wondering how 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 these are going to go. You know, um, again, I haven't. So we gotten to say Riverdale play now, but we haven't gotten to see Cookville play 
But Cookville, man, Cookville and them boys, you know, I'm I wouldn't be surprised this season to see a Cookville and and, and Blackman uh, matchup coming up after this week. Mm-hmm. You think so? You think so? Uh, yeah. Let me ask you this: if there was if there was one weakness on that Riverdale team that you saw that Cookville can exploit, what would it be? Put you on the spot here for a second. You know, that's just fine. You know, watching Riverdale play, um, if I had to pick out one weakness, um, that would probably be to close out the game. You know, Savion said in the interview himself that um, they let Mount Juliet back into this game, and they did. Um, I think that if Riverdale, Coach Christie and his staff this week, I'm preaching all week, close out the game, close mm-hmm. out the game, and because um, Mount Juliet easily, if they would convert in the fourth and 13, Evan, and then obviously scored again, because Mount Juliet had the momentum, that that fourth quarter, that, that last about six minutes of the game, Mount Juliet had the momentum, and if Mount Juliet would have scored, barring any um, mess up with the extra point, Mount mm-hmm. Juliet would have walked off that field with a win. And, you know, to me, Riverdale all but pretty much had Mount Juliet against the ropes all night. I mean, from, I believe, the first play or the second play of the game when Savion hit that corner and went 90 yards to the end zone. I mean, if, <laughs> if, if, if Riverdale, if you guys are out there listening, finish, uh, finish the game. You know, don't become relaxed. You got an opportunity to play Cookville. Uh, again, and show your dominance, and and you know who knows, you know you guys go up to Cookville and potentially get that win and and, and make it to the the quarterfinals. So you know to answer your question again, Riverdale's weakness finishing the game. That would be my answer. They have to finish. They started out strong, when the halftime came out a little. Uh, a little uh, even, you know, not really the same amount of pop and the same amount of power they had in the first half. But, you know, that would be that would be my conversation all week long. Finish, finish, finish. Let's finish this. Let's finish these Cavaliers off. If they have an opportunity to even say, let's finish these Cavaliers off. You know what I'm gonna do right now, DC? Um, I'm gonna make note of this, uh, Mister. Jordan Mosley. <laughs> if jo- Jordan, <laughs> if you're out there listening, DM us, DM us your address, and I'm gonna mail you. I'm gonna mail you a gift card to Buffalo Wings and Rings uh, for a couple of appetizers on us. All right, because I'm gonna tell you something, <laughs> Jordan. Jordan, I, I, I see what's the uh, Maplewood over there, Maplewood. Anything that we tweet out. Jordan is on it. I mean, I mean, we love it. Hey, we appreciate <laughs> yeah. you, brother. Hey, anything that we send out there, retweet, like, love, resend, telling his grandmama about it. Jordan Mosley is that dude out there. Hey, we appreciate you, brother. Uh, if you're listening, like we said, uh, DM us over your address. We're going to drop them in the mail tomorrow on behalf of us and Buffalo Wings and Rings. Uh, in Franklin, Tennessee, right across from the mall. So I just had to get that off my chest real quick. I know we talked about it earlier this week, so 
he's still going. He's still going strong, man. He he he, he is on it. He is our official uh, Twitter. Uh, what do you want to call? It? There you go, ambassador. If we ever need to lobby for something, we're we're sending him. <laughs> it's oh, funny, man. Evan. I'm, I'm on I'm on our Twitter page right now, and I saw that he uh, he just liked one of our messages a second ago, and I asked, "Are you tuned in tonight with us?" And uh, obviously, he liked it a minute ago. So, hey, Jordan, you out there listening, man? Shout out, like Evan said, DM us your uh, your uh, your home address. We're gonna make sure you get that gift card for Buffalo Rings and Rings and things. So, shout out to you out there, Jordan. Definitely, thanks for the love. Very nice, very nice, very nice. Uh, where you want to go to next, DC? We got, we got, we got a couple of things we got to get off our chest. Um, if I can, corner. if I can, real quick, yeah. um, Evan, you know, if we can leave it in this six um, A class for a second. Okay. Um, shout out to uh, the Smyrna Bulldogs out there. Um, unfortunately, uh, they weren't able to get it done uh, Friday night. Um, against Independence, so I'm looking forward to seeing that uh, Independence game um, as they uh, play Ravenwood on next week. I think that's going to be a good one to keep an eye on. Uh, shout out to Coach Woods out there at Cane Ridge. Them Cane Ridge boys, Evan, you know, I'm I'm digging them. You know, Cane Ridge uh, put a whooping on Centennial, 42 the 21, you know, I was... Yeah, they got, was, uh, that, they got a shout-out during the uh, Titans broadcast. You see that? They had a little clip in no. there from the game on Friday night. No, I, I, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. During the broadcast, like during one of the breaks or whatever, or whatever, they went uh, to a couple of clips uh, from the game on Friday night and uh, gave them the quick kudos on the broadcast. So that, that was pretty neat, you know, a quick moment in the local spotlight for those guys. So it's going to be a big rematch. It's going to be a big rematch. Um, I think we talked about that uh, what was that? Week two. You know, we, yeah, that was week two for the original um, game. And honestly, you know, I, I think I said this a couple weeks ago. I think I think that Cam Ridge was just a still a little bit, I'm not going to say in shock. Because, you, know, you know, each team is new. You know, each team is a new group of guys. But I mean, they did make that jump from five A to six, and Brentwood, you know, you know, you know, you know, Brentwood comes into your house playing playing, playing that big boy football that they did. Man, yeah, I mean, and they and they played big boy. They did. Brentwood came yeah. in and, and played big boy. I mean, for for Brentwood to come into their house and and put a whooping on them, Evan, forty one to twenty one, and like you said, uh, and that was early in the season. You know, that was that was obviously early in the season. Um, and here's here's the catch, Evan. For Cane Ridge, that was their only loss this year. I mean, after that, they went on a tear. So, you know, those rematch games, this is what week two is going to be about for me, rematch games. I mean, there, there, there's so many of them out there, but that's why I want to talk about the 6A for a minute. Um, in addition to, like I said, the, the Riverdale and Cookville game, but that Cane Ridge-Brentwood game, that's going to be a game that I'm going to definitely, and as well as a lot of uh, people around the mid-state, should keep an eye on. That, that game there is going to be one to watch. So, we'll see what happens. You know, I'm, I'm a little biased. I'm, I'm down in with Coach Woods out there and, and uh, out there at Cane Ridge. And, 
you know, of course, you know, I want everybody to win and be happy, but that's going to be a game to watch. We'll see what happens. But like you said, that 41-21 win, shellacking, Coach Woods, that, that score should be up in all the young men's lockers. I mean, that should be bulletin board material this week for them, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. i tell you what, I'm excited about getting to watch uh, Mr. Shacklett out there, Carson Shacklett, the quarterback, uh, okay. Mr. Chase Bishop out there. That Shacklett to Bishop connection is something to be watched, man. That is that is like 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 a duo. I mean, that's like Aikman and Irvin back in the day. You know, I mean, I mean, just, just, just watching them two work. I mean, just watching the separation speed of uh, Chase Bishop, man, is nice, nice, very nice. So. Yeah, that's gonna be on our hey, list. Hey, shout out, um, shout out to his dad too, man. Shout out to his dad this uh, this weekend, uh, being honored over the weekend uh, with the Titans and all that good stuff. So shout out to Blaine Bishop out there, Blaine Hitman Bishop, uh, doing his thing. You know, I grew up watching uh, the Hitman out there, so I gotta definitely send a shout out to his dad and um, everything that you know he has done. Over uh, over his career as well too. I mean, uh, that, that's pretty dope. I mean, for you all that that don't know or haven't heard, um, the Titans surprised uh, Blaine Bishop uh, this weekend uh, and just letting him know that um, that he's going to be inducted into the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame class 2018. And uh, you know, for what I'm hearing out there, and um, you know, he was out there at the practice facility. Um, over uh, last week, Evan, and, uh, you know, this week was pretty much homecoming for the Titans, you know. Um, Vince was in town, two of the old Titan heads were in town, and uh, they pretty much had, obviously, Blaine there in town as well, too, and and lives here in Nashville, but uh, they pretty much uh, surprised them by just pretty much telling them, hey, you're going to be inducted to the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame class of uh, 2018, so if, if... if uh, if little Bishop is anything like Big Bishop, hey, he's got a bright career ahead of him. So shout out to Blaine Bishop, uh, the Tennessee Titans on the Wednesday too. But shout out to Blaine on uh, that that uh, that awesome achievement. Shout out to him as well. Yeah, different sides of the ball, but yeah, yeah, you definitely got the speed, man. You definitely got that speed. Yeah, what else is on our list? Uh, so we talked about a little bit of uh, we talked about the Brit Britwood no Britwood uh, Kane Ridge rematch um, Spring Hill Spring Hill I, I'm gonna you know what real quick I'm gonna attribute Spring Hill's first round victory over Macon County to us I'm gonna say we did that. <laughs> we did that huh? <laughs> what, what did we do Evan you know what? Last week we gave them a lot of grief about uh, dropping quite a few games this uh, second half of the year. You know, I you know I you know and I kind of accused them of being a first half first half of the year team, and you know which has got some truth to it. So you know that that motivo- uh, that motivational moment that we had, um, it was, I think it was last week. Yeah. I think that's what put them over the top. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. Yeah, how to you know how to get them good old fashioned, fashion, you know, just this verbal butt chewing a little bit of, hey, 
Get it in action. Let's go. Bring your Raiders. Too much talent on that team to see y'all going out first round uh, of the playoffs. So they took care of business. They handled Macon County um, annually. Uh, I don't have that score in front of me, but uh, I'm glad to see those guys advancing to uh, the second round. We did quite a few things with uh, Mr. Smith over there. Didn't reach his 2,000 yards this year, but um, I think a first-round victory in the playoffs is something to be um, touted a little bit. And, uh, you know, that 2,000 yards is, you know, you're not even going to think about that, you know, years down the road. But you will remember that first-round victory over Macon County. Uh, They get to replay, uh, who they got, Marshall County now? Well, uh, now you're, we're moving to the to the four A bracket right now, and as you mentioned, yeah, they they end up beating Macon County thirty four to six, which is I think that was a shock to a lot of people. To be honest with you, Evan, and you're right. I mean, Spring Hill pretty much um, wasn't playing up to their talent, in my opinion. You know, for for some reason or another, you know, they started out uh, pretty strong this year, and then all of a sudden they just kind of went downhill. I'm not quite sure what's going on over there or what happened. But, you know, Evan, for them, as you mentioned, they started out 3-0, and you know, to be honest with you. And, uh, and then, you know, they had a loss to a really good Riverdale team and then uh, went on to beat Tullahoma. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they just went downhill. They just started collecting L's. I mean, they got beat by Columbia Central, Maplewood, Marshall County, Franklin. I mean, and then they finally got back on the winning track. Uh, last week of the season, beating Lawrence County twenty-eight to twelve. But um, hey, kudos to them. They got the win. Um, they got that win down there in uh, Lafayette, Tennessee, and thirty-four to six. So now they're coming back, Evan, yet again, rematch game against Marshall County. And you know, if you, if you happen to hear me a second ago, this is a rematch game against Marshall County that. Um, they lost at Marshall County, 34-27, back in uh, back last month, early October. So that should be a good one. It'll be interesting to kind of see what happens, what kind of adjustment uh, they'll make. They definitely need to ha- have some, but uh, you know we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And then also speaking of Evan, we have to also give um, a shout out to a shout out to him as well. Him as in. Uh, Dante for uh, getting a Class 4A Mr. Football semifinalist nod as well, too. Uh, I know his mother is really, really happy and uh, excited about it for him. Uh, I messaged her earlier in the week, um, just kind of, you know, giving her some good some good you know, information. Um, but, hey, shout out to them. Another rematch game yet again. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, what, what's, what's your... Uh, not necessarily prediction, but what do, what do you think? I haven't had an opportunity to watch uh, Spring Hill play this year, nor have I had a chance to watch uh, Marshall County. But, you know, to go into Marshall County is going to be tough. It's going to be a tough environment. Mentally, um, is Spring Hill going to have enough mental capacity to go into that game and say, hey, we can win this game. Yeah, you beat us uh, earlier in the season. Um, but you only beat us by uh, seven points, seven or eight points. You know, right. can we go down here and can we go down into Lewisburg and still a win? You know, and, and my answer is I feel like they can. You know, they've got a good team. I don't know what happened, you know, the second half of the season, but 
they can definitely go on down there and, and get that win and come on back home, potentially playing in the quarterfinals next week. I mean, why why not? Why can't why can't they do it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, you're right, and, and anything can happen. And uh, in, in my opinion, what happened to them? And I'm just guessing. I'm just speculating. You know, if I'm wrong, you know, y'all correct me. Um, but you know, Spring Hill had a lot of attention on them going into this year, um, and rightly so. You know, if all the talent on that team, um, you know, I don't know if they got caught up in the spotlight for half a second. You know, and and you know, next thing you know. You know, here comes some L's, you know, from the teams that you mentioned. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, here's a chance to redeem themselves. Here's a chance for them to shut us up, you know, shut guys like us up, you know, going on, uh, you know, going into Marshall County with a three-game or two-game winning streak on their hand could be a big advantage. So, um, I think this game is going to come down to coaching. Um you know, coach, you know, the coach, if the coaches keep their head on straight, make the right calls, you know, and as you and I know, uh, you know, a bad call from a coach can, you know, we'll lose a game just as quick as a player can. So, uh, you know, I think it's got to come down to um, not only the players being ready and keeping their heads on straight, not getting caught up in that spotlight, you know, not listening to too many guys like us running around, but, uh, just focusing on themselves, focusing on the task at hand because it is a big one. Something in the water over there in Marshall County, over there in Lewisburg right now between Marshall County and Cornersville. But so yeah, um, I think they can do it. I think they can do it. And uh, yeah, and I noticed that I jumped to four A on you. Did you want to stick to that six A bracket and, and go and go go through each each region? I know. I think we got a guest calling in around eight forty. Five wants to talk some D two with us. Um, okay. So whatever, okay. so yeah, whatever's on the agenda, I'm cool with. I'm ready to talk about anything. It's all football to me. Hey, I tell you what. While well, while we're in for a right now, Evan, right. the biggest upset to me Friday mm-hmm. night in four A. I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. Four A. Go I gotta give say. a shout out. I gotta give a shout out to Coach Hester. And the yeah. Nolensville Knights over there. That has to be the biggest, the biggest upset of that whole classification right there. Shout out to Coach Hester out there. I mean, 21 to 14, they played that game. You know, we're talking about a four seed went into a one seed and walked away with a win, Evan. Okay. So, and this wasn't and this wasn't a four seed. This wasn't your Riverdale four seed at eight and two. These boys are three and seven. I mean, which is your yeah. first year program four seed, right? Yeah, I'm with you. But I called that. You remember that I called that last week. I, I, I put it. I put it on the bracket. I had it written down. Hester, Hester, and his and his playoff experience is going to get these boys. I think a couple more wins in the playoffs, maybe. You think so? If they win. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you next week. <laughs> I tell you what, man, Evan. They they play a really good uh, Maplewood team at home. Uh, you know, this Friday night. You know, all I can say is, if I'm Coach Hester out there, uh, out there at Nolensville, I, I, at this point, I don't care. I'm 
four. I'm four and seven. I just shocked the whole class four A. You know, going into Livingston and beating those boys, and hey, I can't say nothing but kudos to them, man. I mean, that was the biggest upset uh, of the night for me personally. And I tell you what, Evan, again, here we go again. It's a rematch game, and yep. you know, Maplewood. You know, last month snuck away with a win, twenty-six to nothing at home. So, you know, here it no, is again, Nolesville going back up to up to Nashville, up to the Panthers' den, and potentially, uh, who knows? I mean, I mean, could you imagine, Evan, like, seriously, I mean, it, it's just funny to say this, but could you imagine if Nolensville goes on the road and they win round one, go in to Maplewood and beat Maplewood, you're looking at a five and seven team at this point now. Nolensville on the road with the win, going to five and seven, now playing the winner of the Spring Hill Marshall County game. Again, you're right. You did call this game last week. We're gonna have to pull up pull out the archives and uh and replay it. But you definitely called it. Hey, coach, Coach Hester, staff. All the young men out there, you know, they're led by um, young Brandon Warden, who reminds me a bit of a Josh Joshua Dobbs feel. I'm, I'm, I, I like it. I mean, that, that's one of those feel-good stories. You have to just be happy for those young men out there, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I posted our recap on the website earlier this week. Um, www.d1highlights.net first article up there, first story up there with the uh, Nolensville Knight helmet uh, on the logo is something that we posted about um, you know just Coach Hester and all of his years of playoff experience and successful playoff experience uh, I think is going to carry this team far you know and having those uh, those kids, with, you know, with the with the hungry, uh, you know, I mean, they've tasted success now, um, so they're hungry and they're and they're ready. So Maplewood, get your caps on, boys. Get your get your get your, get your playoff caps on and uh, get it done. It's gonna be a good one. I think Jay Carver I mean, may want to come that one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Evan, again, we're talking about a four and seven. Nolansville team, Evan. Four and, four and seven going to the second round. Now, you know, obviously they got in at, at three and seven. You know, they got a that that region of that, you know, that class four A region four. I mean, obviously you got Marshall County, one seed, Maplewood, Spring Hill, followed by Nolansville. But again, I just I have to keep saying shout out to Nolansville. I, I I'm I'm rocking with you. I hope that you guys uh you know, that's why they play the game on the on, on Friday night. You know, you guys have an opportunity to go in there, uh, get, like I said, again as a rematch game, and and, and come away uh, with the win. So, you know, who knows, guys? Make it happen. I know. Uh, I know. I tell you what. You know, that quarterback out there, Brandon Warden. You know, he'll, I guarantee you, he'll be dialed in. He'll be dialed in. I know uh, those guys over there at On Top Athletics, uh, Mo and Joe. I know they were ecstatic. You know they were tweeting all night about that game. So, you know we'll we'll see what happens, man. I'm 
I'm excited about it. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? Do we want to? Do we want to? You know, if I could, I, I don't know. Since we're since we are in 4A, you know, I'll, I'll speak real quick and I'll talk about two other games I was really excited about um, for a few reasons. First, uh, Springfield. I'm excited about uh, Springfield getting the win uh, Friday night over Hardin County. Um, one of the young men. Uh, we, uh, that works out with Elite Three Fat Cat, uh, Darian Johnson out there at Springfield. Kudos to you and your squad. Uh, happy for you guys. You got that 20 to 10 win. Uh, you now um, are going over to Lexington, Tennessee, heading heading out west, and you're playing a really good Lexington team who is a number one seed in their region. Um, Lexington beat Creekwood, which was expected. 31 to 12. Okay, um, shout out to Springfield on that win again, 20 to 10. Um, and then secondly, White House. Evan, do you know what White House's record was last year? This time last year? I do, but I want you to tell me so you can tell our listeners too. Well, they weren't even in the playoffs this time last year. Okay, <laughs> White House. White House, Evan was 10, I mean, 0 and 10 last year. What's their record this year, Evan? You know what it is? Complete flip-flop. Complete flip-flop, just total 180, said we was flipping the script. I mean, you expect that. You expect that from a program in, you know, maybe a three- or four-year time span. But they did this with, with, with guys that were on the team from last year who experienced that 0 and 10. What is it? What's the record this year? This year, well, they went in the regular season, obviously 10-0, and 0, and then got the win um, Friday night over Chester County. So you're looking at a really good White House team right now, Evan, that's 11-0 playing uh, Jackson Southside. So you pretty much got the Madison County uh, Kings of the 4A uh, Jackson Southside traveling, uh, and I say – Madison County, if y'all are out there listening, it's Jackson, obviously Jackson, Tennessee. Um, you've got them traveling uh, to Middle Tennessee to play a really good White House team that is undefeated at this point right now. So, shout out to uh, White House. Congratulations uh, on your season so far. Hey, I mean, these are what dreams are made of. Like, you, you know, you, you, you know sometimes when people say you can't you can uh, make up a better script. Well, in this case, you really can't make a better script. I mean, think about those juniors last year that are seniors this year, and to be a part of that team and not win a game all year, Evan, then all of a sudden, I don't know what's going on or what's happening out there to go 11-0 and on the season right now. So congrats to those guys. I'm, I'm sending, them, sending them a tweet out right now as we speak. And, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how far they can go in that Class 4A uh, uh, bracket there. I mean, and just looking at the bracket, you know, if White House can get past Jackson Southside, they play the winner of the Springfield versus Lexington game, which that's going to be also a really good game uh, as well, too, as I just mentioned. So, again, shout out to uh, White House. You guys are doing your thing. 
Uh, we definitely have to try to get out there, Evan, for um, um, if they win Friday night. We definitely have to get out there to a quarterfinal or maybe a semifinal game and uh, see what all the buzz is about uh, out there in the White House. So, again, shout out to those guys out there. Good stuff. Keep it up. Uh, we got our attention as well. Yeah, that four, yeah, that yeah, that four a bracket. Um, I'm I'm really I'm really hoping for um, White House to advance um, quite a ways, uh, if not all the way to Cookville. Uh, and I really want to see someone uh, from Region Three or Region Four uh, represent. You know, whether it be Nolansville, Maplewood, Spring Hill, Marshall County. You know, all those local teams right here in the Mid State area and the surrounding areas over here. Uh, would be would be great to see, man, them uh, go that far and and, and, and check them out um, uh, this year up in Cookville. So, absolutely, four A, you know, four A, you know, you got you got you got Pearl that moved down to three A. So, uh, you know, we need you know we need some excitement up here in four A, um, and I think I think one of those teams uh, can provide it. Yeah, they they so definitely cool. will. So anything left in 4A we need to talk about? We talked about Marshall uh, County, talked about Spring Hill, talked about them Nolensville boys over there uh, making a big splash into the TSSAA world. And um, yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I, the, the only other thing I can think about, Evan, in 4A that uh, worries me a bit for all of our Middle Tennessee teams is a really good team out of East Tennessee called Greenville, okay? And Greenville themselves, um, you know, right now they're they're sitting undefeated as well right now. So that's a good that's a team that, you know, that I'm I'm a bit concerned about coming out of East Tennessee. Um, year in and year out, they put a really good team together. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens with them. They got a few more games of hitting if they, you know, continue to take care of business out east. Um you know they they may cause a little habit some of our middle Tennessee teams, but we'll we'll see we'll see. I mean, a lot of there's a lot of football left, and you know that's that's why they play the game. I mean, we we're just talking about staying at 4A. You know, upsets can happen. They definitely can happen. So we'll we'll see what happens, and uh, just kind of keep an eye out for them. Greenville's gonna play a, a Chattanooga Central team that uh, that is seven and four, just coming off uh, knocking off Sullivan South. Uh, Friday night, forty-five to forty-two. So, keep an eye out for those Greenville guys out in East Tennessee as well. We will do. We will do. And you know, we're gonna we're gonna jump we're gonna jump over to let's jump over to D two real quick, DC. I like and we're gonna it. bring in we're gonna bring in our local our local area expert, intern Palmer. Palmer, how you doing? Tonight? How you guys? Intern, doing? intern doing well. Palmer, how you doing, sir? Doing well. So, so Palmer, one of the things that we posted on the website this week. Okay, well, first, okay, first for any of for any of our listeners that don't know you, I think everyone should know who you are by now from all the posts, all the great articles that you've written. As much as we've been talking about you guys, go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them what you're all about. Well, I'm Palmer Tom. I'm a senior at Montgomery Bell Academy. Um, on the football team there and really excited to be working with you guys this year. It's been a blast and hopefully hopefully it'll keep up through the postseason. 
So Montgomery Bell Academy, MBA for short. When we were coming up, Palmer, we called you guys Mama Boys Academy. Does anybody still call you guys that? <laughs> we, we've heard that quite a bit. Okay. Do, 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 do you punch people in the mouth for saying that nowadays, or, or, or do you not care because of all the success you guys are having? Well, we, we like to take it out on the field. <laughs> that's a, we that's hear a good you. answer, Palmer. <laughs> that's a great Absolutely. answer. <laughs> So we wanted, so Palmer, we wanted a firsthand perspective on on this D two bracket, uh, and no one better than you being on the field with the experience, having played these teams firsthand. You know, I mean, you got firsthand experience, so we're gonna lean on you to to possibly tell us about, of course, your upcoming game this week, and how and how your teammates and how school is is preparing for this game coming up against Baylor. If, if yeah, I could yeah, real I, quick, Palmer, if I could real quick, Palmer, let me. my I first do. question I want to ask to you is how is the team uh, physically, are, are, are you guys starting to heal up? Obviously, you know, we came out there for senior night against Brentwood Academy, uh, had an opportunity, obviously, to talk to you for a little bit, talk to mom and dad, and, um, you know, everyone was just talking about how NBA – um, has a lot of players out, a lot of players that are hurt that could have made a significant difference uh, in their Greenwood Academy game. So one of my first questions is for the Big Red and yourself. How's everybody feeling? Are, are, we, are we getting some players back right now? We're getting a lot healthier. Um, most people should be back for this week. Uh, the bye definitely helped us this past week to get healthy. So I think, you know, we're just ready to get healthy have everyone out there and play with our full strength football team. Okay. Nice. Okay. We like it. Now go into the sentiment this week. Going into a game that I think we all thought was going to be against Innsworth, but but Baylor has jumped up, uh, ready to play you guys again, and I think they're going to be a little mad at you guys. Yeah, we, we went down to Baylor a couple weeks ago and knocked them off 24-23 on their senior night. Really close mm. game. Um, they came into that game at 3-6, and six, but their record, is, they are a much better football team than that. Probably the best 3-6 and six football team I've ever seen. Um, you know, the game came down to the last play. Uh, Baylor had a great opportunity. They scored on us with 30-ish seconds left. And actually went for two, um, and we got lucky to knock away the pass in the corner of the end zone. Fenner Pollock, who's one of our senior cornerbacks, made a great play on the ball. And uh, we definitely got lucky to come out of Chattanooga with the win. So we've got a big game ahead of us. Nice, yeah, nice. You, guys definitely, you guys definitely do. And, you know, you, know, you, you said some of you guys are, are healing up and starting to feel good. You know, you, you may – not want to tell us too much over the air because you want to have obviously a bit of a competitive advantage, and I get that. But you know, going into this week, you obviously had uh, last week off to just kind of uh, breathe again. You know, you let a lot of us, quote unquote, uh, media people say, well, that that um, NBA versus Insworth game, round two, yet again, another revenge game was going to be the game to see this coming up Friday. 
so with Baylor coming up, and as you mentioned, you know, they played y'all pretty tough. You know, if looking back on that game, mm-hmm. what, what are some things that you guys um, hopefully moving forward this week through practice will work on to close out the game and, and make sure that you're not letting these guys last all the way into the fourth quarter? Well, we definitely – uh, respect the Red Raiders. They played Innsworth really tough this past Friday. Uh, yeah, watch, watching that game, Innsworth was very impressive. Just a couple of mistakes here and there cost them, and uh, Baylor was just able to capitalize. Brendan Harris, one of their running backs, who's a Vanderbilt commit, had yep. 24 carries for 122 yards and a 23-yard rushing touchdown, and caught two passes for 20 yards and a 10-yard touchdown to go along with um, the impact of Mike Benning. So those two players are guys that we, that, you know, really made a big impact in our game with them two weeks ago. And so we're definitely looking to them to make a big impact uh, this next upcoming Friday. Farmer, let me ask you this. Back when we was growing up, you know, DC and I talk about the good old days a lot. Back if we, you know, back in our day, if we had a Brandon Harris coming up through the middle, no, and he's on the bottom of the pile. You know, we used to take a couple of cheap shots here and there. You guys do anything like that anymore? <laughs> or just, uh, Coach, Coach frown on that nowadays. I know things have changed a lot, but I'm just saying, you know, we had somebody testing us like that. We'd have to, you know, us country boys out there, we'd have to do a little different. Well, I, I speak for the offense here. You know, we, we've, we've <laughs> played a fairly, fairly respectful season so far. Defense, there's a lot of – uh, scratching and clawing in those piles. So, as an offensive Can't, player, I know it happens out there. So, who knows what yeah. our defense is doing? All right. Well, we won't. We, we won't have you uh, convict yourself here on the air. So, <laughs> uh, we'll just leave it to our. I tell you what. I, I tell you what. You know, Palmer. Palmer is the most politically correct uh, young man we've had on here the past few weeks. You know, he answers all the. He answers all the questions just perfect. You know, not, not saying too much, not saying the wrong thing. I, I love it. <laughs> Appreciate that. And, and real quick, if I could, Palmer, while we got you on the line. Okay, so, you know, again, coach talk is you never look past, um, you know, you're, you're, you never look past your opponent. But us uh, at D1 Highlights, we're going to do that. And in saying <laughs> that, you know, we've got you guys predicted um, – to beat to beat Baylor. I mean, I think that um, you guys go in and take care of business. Uh, I think, as you mentioned, you guys almost got beat by them. I think that's going to be on y'all's mind this week. Um, coach is going to have you guys um, tuned in for this game. So, in saying that, I've got you guys picked uh, to beat Baylor, and then you guys obviously move on to the semifinals in Division Two, Class Three A, um, and then you guys will play either. Father Ryan or Christian no, Brothers, Christian, the winner. Christian Brothers. <laughs> Christian Brothers. Uh, okay. Just, yeah. oh. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't say that, Evan, because I've got a. I got a, a really good colleague, friend of mine. Um, two of their yeah. kids, uh, and David yeah. Russell and Niles Gaddy, that play at Father Ryan. So I can't. I like. Yeah, I like those guys. Yeah, maybe they can come help us report on some games after. Um, <laughs> well, Father Ryan had a very impressive outing this past Friday with the uh, rematch game. Y'all have been talking a lot about the rematches. They got the yep. 35-7 victory over JP2 in their 
Bishop's Cup rematch. So, Seamus O'Connell sure and, and the Irish probably I, – I, I think they're going to have a great shot down in Memphis against Christian Brothers. Thank you, Palmer, Absolutely. for saving me. Thank you for saving Absolutely. me, Palmer, because I, I was sticking my foot in my mouth talking about Christian Brothers. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. But Christian yeah. Brothers is – they are 10-0 coming in with – Bill Norton, who's one of the semifinalists for Mr. Football, so they've got, they've yep. certainly had an impressive year to date. So we'll see what that that's certainly an impact. Uh, really interesting game in Memphis. Absolutely. Let me I'm ask sorry. you this. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead, Sid. I interrupted your thought there a minute ago. Go ahead. With the no, you, you're oh, fine. Yeah. You're fine. You you mentioned you know you know some of those uh, some of those guys out there at Christian Brothers. Do you, do you guys, have you had an opportunity to kind of peek over the shoulder or over the head, per se, at Christian Brothers and the Father Ryan? I mean, you mentioned, obviously, Father Ryan uh, won the Bishop Cup Friday night going out to Hendersonville and beat JP2. Um, do you know much outside of, obviously, Father, Father Ryan? Do you know much about Christian Brothers? We really don't. We have, we've had one common opponent with them, so we've got a little bit of film on Christian Brothers. But um, they they are really a mystery to us. So it'll be interesting if we can get past Baylor and they can get past Father Ryan. It'll be interesting to see some film on an undefeated Christian Brothers Purple Wave. Definitely. I've seen, definitely I've seen a couple <laughs> of clips on them, and they are serious. <laughs> Father Ryan, you better get your big boy pants on because it's time to go. It's game time. Yeah. And no business. I, I was th- I would say this again, you know, Evan, with, with with Father Ryan, you know, for them for them young men to go out there and 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 beat uh, JP two, which I thought was a really good uh, a really good win for them. I mean, those those guys, um, you know, they're coached very well over the over there um, at Father Ryan, and like Hester did with Livingston Academy, anything can happen. You know, it's not a guarantee, Evan. So, you know, if Father Ryan goes into Memphis and, and beats Christian Brothers this time next week, you're gonna be eating. You're gonna be uh, eating those words, and we're gonna replay this conversation over again. <laughs> I, know, I think. I, hope, I think anything I is possible. I hope that I am. You know. You know. You know. Father Ryan being our local uh, boys here and us having a rooting interest over there. Um, yeah, uh, you know, let it serve as motivation, you know, and, 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 and take it with a chip on your shoulder. You know, you're going into that game uh, of five and six um, against 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 a 10 and 0 team. So you're yeah. going to be the underdog. Uh, you know, look at what Riverdale did against a 10 and 0 team. Uh, so, you know, and, and again, Evan, as we mentioned, I keep, you know, hitting the nail, uh, hitting the nail with the hammer. To me, at this point, it comes down to coaching. I mean, if you had obviously the players, the players play the game, but it comes down to coaching. And I think when Father Ryan hired uh, Coach Rector, they knew what they were doing. They, they, as in the administrative staff of Father Ryan, was trying to put Father Ryan on the next level. And you know, Father Ryan, Evans, again, Coach Coach Rector is doing a, a, a pretty doggone good job out there. And you know, you think about a Father Ryan that played. Uh, against Overton this year, uh, played against Stratford, obviously JP2, played against our guy uh, Palmer at uh, NBA, and, and that was a knocked off, knocked off Ravenwood, knocked off Ravenwood. So, I mean, 
who knows? I mean, they, those guys may go down there, and, and, and again, they may be the 4A uh, bracket shock of this Friday night. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, tying them off yet. You know, that's why they play the game, Evan. And like I said, I, I like, I like uh, my my middle Tennessee talent here. I, I'll take my middle middle Tennessee talent any day over West Tennessee. So. And on the other side of the bracket, you've got two other interesting games with Memphis teams and Brentwood Academy hosting Memphis University School and Macaulay traveling to Briarcrest. Two other very talented teams. All, all four of those teams have plenty of talented players. Those should be great games. Yeah. Hey, Palmer, so real got, quick, got, Palmer. So talk to us real quick about what you know about MUS because they go into that game with St. Benedict five and five, St. Benedict going in that game at seven and three and, and, and gave them uh, just uh, shellacking. I mean, 49 nothing. Talk to us a little bit about that MUS team, what you know about them, and do you think that they can hang with Brentwood Academy? Absolutely. We traveled down to Memphis and played them in September, and it took overtime for us to get the win. Um, but they are, they've got plenty of talent. Uh, Dorian Hopkins, who won Mr. Football as a sophomore last season, and him and Matt Rhodes at linebacker are very talented players. Bobby Wade at quarterback led, and, uh, you know, MUS was 10-0 and coming into this playoffs last year. Got knocked off by Baylor in the first round, but, you know, they've got talent all around. Bobby Wade at quarterback, Buchanan Donovan at, at outside linebacker, and Maurice Hampton, LSU commit at corner. They've definitely got the talent to play with Brentwood Academy. Nice. Nice. What was the young man's name again that uh, you said is LSU commit at corner? Maurice Hampton. Oh, wow. Well, that, that speaks volumes right there to me because anytime you have a, uh LSU come knocking on the door, and obviously it's not LSU with Coach Miles there, but LSU, in my opinion, is like DBU at the, uh, down south there. So mm-hmm. that's a young man I'm going to definitely keep an eye out, eye out on. Absolutely. All right. Well, what else? What else you got for us, intern Palmer? Before we uh, do, you like we uh, do all the other students and cut you off because you got school in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I just think that I think it's great matchups all around in D two, AAA, and I'm really excited to see who's playing in Cookville. Hopefully, it's the Big Red, but you know, regardless of who's playing in Cookville on December second. I think it's going to be a great game. We got a yeah, we got a few predictions of our own. DC. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I'm I'm I got I got NBA pick to to, to knock off uh, knock off Baylor. You know, I think uh, you know coach coach is going to have them guys ready to rock and roll. And you know, Palmer, I would love to have you on again uh, next week, win or lose and uh, kind of give us a nice insight of uh, this Friday night coming up. Absolutely. All right, Palmer, it's that time. It's about 9 o'clock, 9.06. You're supposed to be in bed, my friend. Go get ready for school. <laughs> Go, uh, we're going to kick you off the line. Night-night. Go do your homework so you can hang <laughs> with all the other mama's boys tomorrow. we catch you later. Hey, yes, Palmer, sir. Appreciate it. Palmer, if I could, real quick, tell uh, Mom and Dad hello. It was good to see and meet them uh, a few weeks ago as well. Send them my hellos, and uh, have a good rest of the night, my friend. I will do. Thank you, guys.
Thank you. Click, click, and he's gone. Palmer Tom. I tell you what, Evan, if, if we can, you know, real quick talk about Palmer for a second. You know, um, you know, we've looked at our map, Evan, and see that we've got uh, people listening to us all across the country right now, which is amazing and dope. And, um, you know, for you all that's listening out there in whatever state that you're in, first and foremost, thank you. But uh, secondly, um, take a look at uh, Palmer. You know, Palmer is a great young man that we came. We got very fortunate and very blessed um, for him to join our D1 highlights as an intern, as a high school intern this year. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, Palmer's going to do a lot of really big and special things in his life. I mean, if you go to our website, obviously www.d1highlights.net, um, we, we make sure when we post, um, these uh, young men and ladies article on our site to give them the credit. And if you happen to have any time at all, any time at all, go on to our site, read some of Palmer's uh, writings. He is very, very talented young man, got a very bright future ahead of him. And, uh, Evan, again, I'll say we are very uh, blessed and very fortunate to have a young man of his caliber um, assisting us this 2017 year. Yep. I agree. I agree. If you go, so speaking of which, go into the website. If you, if you go up to the website, uh, go up to the search bar, type in Palmer, that'll pull up all his articles. Uh, and it's about two pages worth. And he's been writing his behind off. Yeah, he's a great writer. Uh, you know, hardly have to do any edits on his uh, work. Great young man. Great young man. Uh, we wish him the best of luck. Taking on Baylor next week there in Division Two, uh, you know, and I think you know, yeah, you know, we broke down that whole that whole Division Two bracket. Um, what's next, my friend? What you got up? Oh man, there's so much football going on. I, I just I love this time of the year. Um, you want to maybe uh, go into Class One A? You know, you're you're like a superhero down there in uh, Cornersville. <laughs> yeah, let's talk, let's talk a little Cornersville Bulldogs uh, real quick. Which, 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 come to find out, you see, have you ever seen, you know, and they're irrelevant at this point, um, have you ever seen uh, the Bearden Bulldogs? Bearden, Bearden, no, I have not. Okay, looks, I mean, like, exact same colors, exact same logo exact same helmets as Cornersville. I think I think I think the day that that the football gods, the high school football gods were handing out mascots and team colors, Cornersville and Bearden were like right behind each other or something. I don't know. <laughs> but so I started so I started to do up the Bearden Bulldogs helmet and I'm like, well, wait a minute. It looks just like Cornersville. Somebody's Somebody's imposturing over here. They look, they, look, they look too much alike, you know. You know, you know, us growing up as Mount Juliet Bears, you know, we had yeah, Mount Juliet Bears, you had Antioch Bears, you had uh, uh, who else? More bears. Uh, that's a lot more bears and, impersonating Mount Juliet. Antioch Bears, Mount Juliet Bears, Antioch, uh, somebody out east, uh, that's a bear. Um Smokey anyway. the bear. Smokies. Smokies. Oh, anyway, <laughs> none of them look like us, though. I mean, you know, 
I mean, we were the originals, you know, the black and gold bears. Anyway, Cornersville, before I get too, too lost, Cornersville Bulldogs played their first ever, first ever uh, home playoff game and, and really and really took it to uh, Hollow Rock Brewston. We talked about Hollow Rock Brewston last week a little bit uh, with our fun fact of the day, um, home to Patrick Willis. Uh, former San Francisco 49er linebacker, and they could have used him uh, <laughs> from, from, from what it looks like uh, this past Friday. Cornersville uh, took it to them 51-8 and, and just really handled business. Um, before the game, we tweeted out their uh, what do you call that, DC? Their playoff video? I don't think yeah, I've ever I seen a playoff call it their video. Hype, I guess, their hype video, hype. maybe? video playoff video uh yeah yeah you know featured uh you know this show you showed the guys showed the coaches um you know had a nice interview at the end done by some handsome young uh d1 highlights reporter evan bone <laughs> um but yeah no it was really really cool video that they put out and um yeah, we retweeted it, and uh, it's good. It was, it was nice. It was nice. Uh, you know, got got me hyped. And I watched that video, and I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> you gotta win!" You put out a video like that, right? Right. So they handled business, and you know, uh, they were on our games to go see. Unfortunately, uh, we didn't have enough people on hand to get down there ourselves, or to have someone else go down there. And, you know, and, and aside, you know, aside from that. I, I really, I really figured that that's what was going to happen uh, with them playing Hollow Rock Brewston. So um, I knew, I knew that we were going to have uh, more chances to see those guys in the playoffs. Um, the way that bracket is shaping up, uh, Cornersville now draws. Cornersville now gets um, uh, home field advantage throughout the playoffs. You see, uh, with that win, yeah. so. They uh, so they can play a few more home playoff games and just rack them all up in one year uh, to make up yeah. for the, the, the past 30, 40 years or whatever. Uh, but they draw. I mean, I mean, honestly, you see, like looking at that bracket, do you see? And I don't know much about the rest of those teams, uh, to be honest, uh, except for Honey Dog. Uh, do you see anybody else that can hang with them up until, gosh, the quarterfinals, maybe? I don't know. I mean, just I, I mean, and I, I don't know what's yes. going on, but yeah, I, I would say yes. That it, Cornersville. Well, let me first say this. Shout out, congratulations to Coach uh, Randolph uh, and his and his um, his staff over there. You know, first ever home playoff game. You guys destroyed them, and, and kudos to that. I'm hoping, Evan, that Coach Randolph will continue to have his young men ready to roll. They're going to be playing um, a Franklin Grace team um, that's, that's five, well, six and four right now, okay? Um, they end up beating what I thought, Evan, was a really good Wayne County team, um, 64 to 27. So, <laughs> to answer your question, you know, again, and we, and we laugh and we predict all that kind of stuff. Cornersville hopefully will take care of business. Again, it's not a guarantee. That's why they play the game. But let's just say Cornersville does get past Franklin Great. And then mm-hmm. we're now talking 
quarterfinals uh, November 17th, okay? Now they're, they're going to draw a really good Huntington team. And then I tell you what, if Cornersville ends up winning this game, Evan, and they draw Huntington, we're going to have to probably end up sending someone down there for that game. You know, we try our best not to go and check a team out two or three times throughout the year. But that's going to be an interesting game. You, you potentially may have at that time, uh, you know, a 12-1 and Cornersville play, playing against uh, – or I'm sorry, 11-1 Cornersville mm-hmm. playing uh, uh, a 12-0 Huntington. So you might have a 12-1 and Cornersville hosting a 12-0 and Huntington. And that's if Huntington uh, can get past Moore County. Um, who beat the Sox off of uh, Collingwood 34-7. So, you know, you, to answer your question, uh, if, if they can get past Franklin Grace first, round two, and then they draw the winner of that Moore County Huntington game, which will be in the quarterfinals, you know, because if you get past the quarterfinals, Evan, you are, you are a pretty good team at this point. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But to answer your question, I, I think they should be worried. Obviously, uh, first team first, Franklin Grace. But if they get past them, that Huntington game, that's going to be a doozy. You know, I like to say it, it may be a slobber knocker down there in the class 1A <laughs> bracket. Speaking of Moore County, that was – okay, so let's just well, – so this is for 10 – Moore County does get past Huntington. Um, okay. You're looking at you're looking at a Moore County team that's going to be very pissed off uh, with with Cornersville because they took to them in week three, forty two to nothing. Forty two to nothing. Cornersville wow. beat Moore County back in week three, forty two to wow. nothing. And like you know, like I said, if they. I mean, Cornersville's been beating the brakes off people all year. I mean, it's just, oh my gosh, it's nuts. So, I mean, I guess I'm a little biased. That's okay. That's okay. Those are my guys down there, man. I like those guys. So, at at, at some point, I'm gonna have to personally get down there and, and check them out again, and uh, you know, get some more interviews and get some more photos. Uh, I want to talk to my man Eli Woodard down there doing his thing. And the rest of the guys. So, Cornersville Bulldogs, keep getting it done, guys. I'll tell you something else real quick, if I could, Evan. You know, with Cornersville, and I'm just going off of, you know, all the stuff that you were telling me about. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, again, if y'all out there listening, Evan is a celebrity down there in Cornersville. (laughs) But in saying that, there's, there's a young man that I'm starting to hear a lot about down there in Cornersville. And ever since you went down there and came back up here and you were telling me about the offense and defense, one of the young men that I'm starting to hear a lot of noise about uh, is Brock Powers. I don't know if you had a chance, Evan, to zone in on him. But uh, let me just tell you about him real quick. So Brock Powers, okay, in 10 games so far uh, this season, he's got uh, 11 sacks. I'm not quite sure if he got any sacks um, this past Friday night. So hopefully Brock is out there listening. Please update us um, on how your game was Friday. But I keep hearing a lot of good stuff about him, Evan. And Brock is about 6'1", 6'2", about 230. Um, he's an all-region defensive end and right tackle uh, for Cornersville. And, um, yeah, <laughs> kind of like know, their Swiss I, Army knife. can play anything. can play long snapper, yeah. right tackle, defensive. He does it all. Yeah. 
and, and, and from what from what I understand, he has a mean he has a mean first uh, a mean first step. You know, he's he's one of those guys that you definitely want to keep an eye out on. Potentially could uh, take over a game defensively, and uh, you know make some noise. I mean, maybe the rest of them them Bulldogs will, will rely on him, and and Brock will put you know put the defense on his back and continue to get a few more sacks uh, this Friday night. You know, they're definitely going to need them. You know, I'm, I'm pulling for Cornersville. I don't know much um, about, uh, you know, the Grace team, uh, the, the Franklin Grace team. So, for what you told me and how they have treated us, I, I'm pulling for Cornersville in this game here. And, again, um, a name to keep an eye out for is uh, Brock. So, keep an eye out for him. Um, and, you know, he's got, as of now, um, unless, you know, we get this updated, he was pretty much the sack. Uh, leader leading up to week 10 uh, of the regular season. So keep an eye out for him. Let's see what he does. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that Cornersville team, you know, we're watching them in that lower lower 1A bracket. Um, and I'll tell you, I'm, tell you I'm, really, I'm really interested to see um, in that upper bracket, uh, Whitwell, of course. Whitwell takes on Gordonsville this week. Whitwell, uh, as you know, finished the season um, a 9-1, uh, beat the dust off of Clay County last week, first round, 65-6. to uh, Whitwell now takes on a 6-4 and four, uh, Gordonsville team that um, beat Lookout Valley 35 to nothing um, in the first round. So that Man, I'd lo- I would love to go to that game. There's so many games I want to go to, man. I would love to go to that game uh, just because I've been hearing uh, so much about each of those teams that I think that uh, I think that's going to be a pretty good matchup. I'm not sure if you heard uh, much about either uh, uh, either of those teams, you see, but um... I-, I have not to answer your question. I haven't. But, you know, ever since um, you went down to Cornersville and they showed us all that love, I am definitely tuned in to Class 1A football, obviously, for Cornersville. But it'll be good, yes. I am tuned in to them. Gordonsville. So, Gordonsville comes in with our man uh, Braxton Gibbons. Uh, I believe he's a Mr. Football finalist as well uh, for 1A. Um, And I think he finished – Oh, four or five, four or five amongst the rushing leaders this year. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I want to see. Yeah, I want to see him uh, in action this year um, at some point. So hopefully, so hopefully, I don't. You know, it's gonna be a tough call. You know, against that Whitwell team that's been been whooping up on people all year. Uh, but, th- but, th- but those are the games we got our eye on, and 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 in one A, Whitwell versus Gordonville, uh, Gordonsville. Uh, Joe Burns is going up to South or going down to South Pittsburgh, take on those guys. Um, and then eh, Cloudland, Coalfield, okay, yeah, whatever. Um, Oliver Springs, Greenback, and okay. yeah, so those games we're interested in. South Pittsburgh, Joe Burns, Whitwell, Gordonsville. Um, you guys got any games you're interested in, uh, feel free to t- uh, reach out to us and tell us what's going on. Tell us what's going on with your team. Uh, we know we're in the playoffs. We know everybody's hyped about their team right now. Reach out to us. Uh, tell us about yourselves. 
uh, on Twitter at D one highlights uh, on Instagram at D one under uh, D one highlights underscore TN. And then you can always reach us on uh, the world wide web at www.d1highlights.net. So uh, t- uh, tell us what's going on. You know, that's how we find new teams, you know, and find, find teams to, uh, you, know, you know, jump on the coattails for a little while uh, before anybody else. Does. So y'all keep us up to date. Hey, Evan, if I could real quick, um, you know, I'm, I, I, I got my own information. I'm watching, uh, I'm watching uh, young Brock Powers. I'm watching his um, huddle film from this okay. Friday. So I tweeted it out a few few seconds okay. ago. And okay. <laughs> I, I tell you what, if you got if you got a quick second, his huddle film is dope. Uh, I, again, I'm just now watching it. And, you know, my question to Brock was, you know, did you get any fat this past <laughs> Friday night? <laughs> Evan, the first the first up here, that's one sack. He he forced a fumble and a sack in the end zone. Okay, that's the first one. Okay, so here's a here's the second one here. It's a, another sack. Here he's got two sacks as of now. The first thirty seconds of the, of the huddle. All right, let's, let's keep watching here. Keep watching. Let's see here. Nah, what a sack? But he got a nice nice stop right there. Okay, let me watch one more real quick, Evan. All right. Okay. Uh, he, Evan, Brock Powers <laughs> is playing like a man amongst boys. This, okay, I'm watching this huddle. I'm at 40 seconds. Brock Powers has got three sacks in the first 40 seconds of this video. So, nice. to answer my own question, Brock, you know, um, did you get your sacks this uh, Friday night? Yeah, 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 he did. He's got three of them in the first 40 seconds of the video of, the, of his huddle film. So, hey. I, I, sure. I'm liking this young man. I, I keep hearing a lot of good stuff about him. All right, so you just gotta so so you, so you just got a response. I think you just got an official response uh, to one of the tweets. Uh, where to go? I got my phone in front of me with tweets. Oh no, nope. okay. So uh, Cornersville football tweeted us: <clears throat> Brock Power stats for round one, four tackles, three tackles for a loss, one sack, one safety. Nice. Wow. Give give me that nice. one more time, Evan. Uh four tackles. Okay. Three tackles for a loss. Okay. One one sack and one safety. Huh. That's interesting because yeah. I'm I'm looking at the I mean, you know, I wasn't there, but I'm looking at the first forty seconds of this of this past Friday night. And uh, I, I, you know, well, again, safe, look for your, now the safety. Now was the safety a sack, or was it a well, was it a running back? Let me let me let me run it back again. I mean, I have to look at you know these these huddle films. Either you way, know, I got all you don't. Extra so commercials. bottom line, yeah, your bottom line, you don't want to be lined up across from him. Uh, if you're if you're someone from Franklin or was it Franklin Grace? Franklin, is that the name of the team? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So that that's what you're looking at. If you're Franklin Grace, if you're their head coach, you're where they're like, "Good God Almighty, what are we gonna do?" So, so that, so hey, I think that's the bottom line. You know? Yeah, that's serious. He's a bad, serious. he's a bad man, Evan. He's a bad man. 
serious stuff. We may have to catch up with him uh, after. Oh, I, re- I really want to see them get past this round so I can watch them play um, Huntington or Macon County again. More County. Yeah, I want. I want to. I want to watch him play. To be honest with yeah. you. Had to make a, had to make a, a, a Cornersville, uh, 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 Marshall County just trip, just disguise trip. I mean, I know it's not far, but you know, just hang out <laughs> down there. Go see Mr. Hey, Lyons. Shout out, uh, yeah. shout out real quick, um, White House football Twitter handle checking in with us. They just asked, will it be uh, archived after it's done? Yes, sir. It sure will will, will be or. Yes, ma'am. I'm not quite sure who won y'all's uh, handle, but um, yes, it will be archived, and uh, you'll be able to log on to it whenever you're ready. Again, shout out to you guys. 0 and 10 to 10 and 0 in the regular season. Now 11 and 0. Hey, keep doing what you're doing up there. I, I like it. Keep keep making the moves. Good luck to you guys uh, this uh, this Friday night. Yeah, for anyone for anyone that that does not catch the podcast and I guess it's kind of like oxymoron me saying this because if I'm saying this, you are listening to the podcast. Hmm. So, <laughs> so if you know somebody that didn't catch a podcast that should have caught the podcast, um, tell them they can go a couple of different places. They can go to our website, d1highlights.net, um, and on over, and over on the right hand column, we've got all the archives there. Um, for our blog talk radio podcast or they can go directly to blogtalkradio.com slash d1 highlights and catch it that way and, and we and we tweet it out throughout the week um sometimes we break down the segments and uh if we do that we'll uh tag you guys in it and uh send it out to the relative people when you guys can um catch us and um see what we talked about Michelle, we got like, we got about hey, thirty minutes. Yes, sir. If we can, Evan, uh, let's let's kind of we'll get back to the brackets in a second, but um, let's talk about real quick if we could. Um, this week uh, on Thursday was a monumental shift uh, for high school football. Um, it was a monumental shift for um, D1 highlights. Um, you want to? Engage or, or let our listeners know what um, what we did. I do, yeah. So uh, we put it out there on Twitter. We put it out there on Twitter um, a while back. You know, I, I posed I posed the question of what what is uh, Tennessee high and not just Tennessee high school football, but but high school football in general. What is high school football? Um, and for us in the state of Tennessee, missing. Um, and for those of you that did not catch the tweet or the Instagram post or the Facebook post, um, we are now officially into what we believe to be one of our last phases of D1 Highlights until further notice. D1 Highlights, the magazine, is now in action. It's now active. It's- Live, now live. It's now, it's now. All this blood, sweat, and tears that, and DC, you and I started talking about this three years ago, right? Man, yes. 
a long time ago. Um, and you know that and same thing with the podcast. We started talking about the podcast a year ago, a year and a half, two years ago. Um, and it takes a lot of planning to get this stuff in place. You know, we don't, you know, we don't take anything lightly. We don't, we, you know, we don't do anything lightly. So it takes a lot of planning. You know, both of us have families, and but um, the magazine, the magazine is going to feature content that, of course, is always on our website. Um, you know, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make sure that we feature. Um, the players, the coaches, the teams that are out there doing the right things at the right time for the right reasons, um, just as we do on the website. You know, um, you know, we try not to get caught up too much in mainstream um, high school football media because um, we like to kind of evaluate things our own. So we go out and we meet you guys ourselves. We, you know, we cover the games ourselves, right, DC? Uh, yeah, you know, we're out yeah. there in the midst of it. So what this magazine does, the, the, the biggest difference, and I'm sure some of you guys are saying, well, we got a, a magazine that comes out um, yearly, or we got one for our program. Guys, this is going to be our goal, and, and you know we got a lot more work to do. This is going to be a monthly magazine, January through December. Uh, August through December, of course, you got the regular season. Um, excuse me, you got the the season, uh, regular season and playoffs, right? What are we going to write about? What are we going to talk about January through July? Well, you got uh, you got signing day. You got national signing day. You've got uh, uh, off-season workouts, you got training camps, uh, and Lord knows we got plenty of training camps out there. Shout out OTA, shout out MPA, uh, uh, shout out Elite Three, uh, and all these guys do an excellent job. You got spring practice, you got summer practice and summer workout, you got summer camps, your national Nike camps, your Under Armour camps, your uh, 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 what else? DC, what you know? You got you, you got, got all the, this. Uh, uh, yeah. You've got the Elite elite 11. You've got the opening. Um, seven on seven. Seven on seven. You've got also uh, the Under Armour uh, game as well, too. I mean, oh. it's just so much stuff. There's so much. It is now, um, it is now, yeah, it is now a year-round sport. High school football is now a year-round sport, and we're going to cover it. And we're going to put all of it in this magazine. We're going to make sure we're bringing you guys up-to-date, real-time news, like we always do, but in a tangible format. All right, so this is a magazine that you guys can keep forever. You can show your kids. You can uh, show it to Mammy and Pappy, you know, and, and keep, keep it forever, you know. Uh, the one thing that we realized about digital media, um, it is what it is, you know. Sometimes you can find ways to save that. Sometimes you can't. Uh, you know, Twitter, who knows where Twitter is going to be in, in five years? It may not even exist. Who knows where uh, Instagram is going to be in five years? You know, this stuff comes and goes. I mean, look at MySpace. Anybody still got a MySpace account? Does, does anybody know what a MySpace account is, right? So, <laughs> so this traditional media, this traditional form of media that we've decided to jump into um, is... Uh, a very, a very well thought out and very 
hard format to keep up with. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of money. Uh, so if you guys know anybody that needs to advertise, uh, there will be advertisements in the magazine. The magazine is going to go out. The plan, once it hits full cycle, is for the magazine to be distributed to every single high school in the mid-state. Starting with the team, of course, uh, and then the um, administration. And as we grow, each school will get more and more copies. But um, you, guys, you, get, you, you guys can feel free to inquire about that uh, on the website. When you get to the home page, if you look at the top menu there, it says, Do you want to highlight the magazine? Uh, you can click on that link, and that link will take you to a contact form that will get you directly in touch with us. Uh, feel free to sign up uh, for our distribution list. Um, we would um, ask that you know that you're involved with a program somehow, some way, coach, administration, parent, player. Uh, but from there, man, sky's the limit in DC. This is this is this is big time. And uh, thank you guys for your support um, up to this point, and, um, and and in the future going forward. But uh, you know, we hope you all enjoy this, and hopefully, this takes Tennessee football to another level. You know, if I could, Evan, real quick. Yeah. You know, um, I would like to say first and foremost, uh, the glory be to God. And you know, I'm not gonna get up here and preach, and you know, preach. I'm, I'm not a preacher. Uh, I'm not a preacher, but um, preach. God be the, to God be the glory. And I say that to say this for you all. Um, as we like to say, our organic followers, our followers that followed us day one, five years ago. You know, this has been something that we drafted, um, as Evan mentioned, three years ago, um, which at the time would have been two years in for us, um, of a vision. Um, obviously, everyone can go to Max Prep uh, uh, and all these different, you know, uh, rival sites and stuff like that. And hey, kudos to them but you know for us we wanted to bring uh, a little bit of uh, originality um, first and foremost for middle Tennessee and then obviously we have branched off now to east and west Tennessee and now we are slowly creeping into the Kentuckys North Carolina South Carolina Alabama Mississippi Missouri you know we got kids hollering, hollering at us from there so I say all that to say that this has truly been a blessing, you know. I, I never forget, Evan, you know, we were driving home uh, last year. We're not, we were not driving home. We were driving to our hotel after Whitehaven won that game. And, mm-hmm. you know, we were just talking like, man, dude, this is year five. Like, you know, I remember tweeting out saying year six is going to be dope. You know, this is going to be a dope year for us. And, of course, at the time, you know, we couldn't really just close – um, the information to everyone, but to look and see, uh, Evan, for us uh, this year, this season, for us to now add our podcast uh, on our portfolio and then also to add our um, magazine um, to our portfolio as well, too. It just goes to show where D1 Highlights is going. And as Evan mentioned earlier, you know, for you all that's listening out there, um, it's an opportunity to uh, showcase your business. Um, we are looking for advertising and marketing. 
uh, for the magazine. But it's a done deal. It's happening. It's coming. And, you know, as Evan mentioned, you know, we're looking to um, eventually, once we get the logistics worked out, have thousands of magazines flooding the state of Tennessee and then eventually flooding the whole southeast region of the country in the next two to three years. And, you know, if y'all don't know anything about us, I'll tell you, you can bet on old Evan in D.C. We're going to make some moves. So, And that's not to toot our own horn. It's been hard. It has been tough. You know, Evan's got a you know wife and kids. I've got a wife. Um, we both have full-time jobs, obligations, and stuff like that. We spend our own money on traveling to these games. We spend our own money putting these things together. We spend our own money and doing a lot of these things. And, you know, we're not out here trying to collect money for pictures. You know, we we take these pictures for you, young men, for your for yourself, for your families. You know, I can assure you that myself nor Evan have ever asked anyone for any money to do anything. This is all, this is just the love for high school football in the state of Tennessee. And we'll continue to make this thing grow. And, um, you know, I'm excited. It is truly a blessing. You know, I've met a lot of young men, uh, moms and dads, aunts and uncles, brothers and sisters these past five years. And uh, we're just excited. You know, as Evan mentioned, you know, the, the new thing is going to be, you know, you'll have an opportunity to be featured in the magazine, your coach, your program, your school. And it'll be something that you can show your kids and your grandkids one day of your heydays um, at the high school football level. And again, I, I can't, we can't thank all of you all enough for rocking with us these past few years. It's, on, it's only because of you that make us continue to keep growing. And um, that's the plan. We plan on continuing to keep growing and continuing to make some moves here in the southeast region of the country. Um, we're very fortunate to be working with um, a few other guys that are making moves themselves here in the state of Tennessee. Uh, we got a lot of big things planned. I, I wish I could tell you some of the things that we're going to be doing in 2018, but obviously we can't at this point. But, uh, you know, right when football season's over with, we got some other stuff that's going to knock your socks off, and we look forward to working with, um, I can't say names at this point, but different people uh, in Middle Tennessee and Kentucky um, that's going to really make, make your, your mouths drop and have you feeding uh, for more coming to our website and following our Twitter page. So, again, thank you for all the love. Appreciate it. Continue to watch what we're doing. Um, if you know someone that owns a business, has a business, wants to get their name out there, they definitely want to get in touch with us at D1 Highlights because before it's all said and done, we're going to have thousands, thousands of magazines flooding Tennessee, flooding the southeast region next two or three years. So, again, thank you and appreciate the love. Yeah, yeah. that's what we're talking about. I like that. <sighs> I like what, what was that? Uh, who was the quarterback, Kirk Cousins? You like that? You like that? <laughs> 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 uh, oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh well, DC. Oh, I think I, I think I think we've got. I think we went through most most of the matchups from this past week. Most of the stuff that we're excited about for round two. Did we miss anything? Uh, let's see. I don't think we have. Uh, I mean, I know we went through. I will. I will say congrats 
East Nashville. They get to play Pearl Cone again, right? Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hang you on. Know, make, make sure I'm not make sure I'm not misquoting. I'm pretty. I'm pretty why, sure. While you're looking, while you're looking yeah. that up, I apologize because I've had to work all weekend long for you all. That some of y'all may know that you know I'm a I'm a hospitality hotel executive. Um, this is my weekend to be at the hotel all weekend long. So I didn't get a chance really to do too much research. But hey, let me know, Evan. Is that is that who we got this Friday? So yeah, I think so. I think I think we uh, didn't didn't go over three uh, A. But Lord knows we talk about Pearl Cone enough. East Nashville is a surprise team to me at four and six. Knocking off, you can't beat them, cheat them, Cheatham County. All right, I put that in our uh, They didn't cheat, though. They didn't cheat. East Nashville knocked off Cheatham County uh, 13 to three. Uh, I came into that game as a three seed against a seven and three two seed Cheatham County. East Nashville's earned themselves a shot at the Pearl Cone Firebirds. That's going to be a good game. Hopefully, uh, East Nashville's over their little drought that they had there um, mid-season and can uh, make this thing a game. Uh, elsewhere in 3A, um, Giles County advances over Sycamore and in and, and very, and very uh, fancy fashion, 50-20. to 20. Uh, that that creates DC a Giles County Fairview matchup. There are so Revenge many game. good games going on that that we are going to be stretched so thin. And I love it. This is going to be great. Fairview and Giles County. That's going to be a game. Um, I don't have any uh, analysis on that game, but I know it's going to be a good one. Um, Rally Egypt down there coming out of Memphis. Um, still looking good at 11 and 0. Um, they're one of the favorites to win um, state. Uh, so whoever, you know, whoever Pearl Cone, East Nashville, Giles County, Fairview, whoever, uh, you're probably going to have to go through um, Rally Egypt and those guys out there. Shout out to those guys. Uh, we did up their helmet for them this week. You see, send it over to them, and uh, they were very appreciative. A lot of those guys followed us from over there. And um, one of the, I, I, well, I guess one of the young men's dad uh, tweeted us back and said, you're going to be hearing a lot more from these guys, a lot of talent on that team from what I hear. I don't know if you know any details on them, but uh, from the way that they whooping folks, I don't, I don't guess the details matter. Um, I think we're all going to know who Rally Egypt is before the end of this uh, playoffs uh, I'll tell you what, real quick, Evan, you know, I got a few things for this 3A bracket. Um, right. Yeah, that that that, um, that Raleigh-Egypt game, uh, you know, they're undefeated right now, 11-0. They beat uh, Bolivar Central. You basically pretty much had a one seed, beat four seed, 41-13, okay? Right. <clears throat> what I am seeing potentially at this point, and, and no – disrespect to anybody else out there, but if you look at that lower bracket, I think we potentially may be on a collision course for Pearl Cone and Raleigh, yep. Egypt. Okay. I think we're on a we're on a collision course. You know, that's that's uh, Cashville versus one town. You know what I mean? That's, that's Cashville versus 
Bucket Town. That's Smith. I'll be your semi-final game in Nashville at Pearl. Okay. I like that. That'll, I like that. That'll be the that'll be the game to get to the big dance. And I, I really think um, we're on a collision course uh, for that game. And in, my, in, in my personal opinion, and again, no disrespect to anybody else out there. I know I, you know, we got a lot of love um, for Fairview out there. You know, they show us a lot of love. We got a lot of love for the young men down there at Giles County. Um, Covington at this point right now, West Tennessee, is 9-1. and one, But I'm, not, I'm just thinking that we're on a collision course with Pearl Cone and Raleigh Egypt. If I tell you what, that semifinals game, November uh, 24th, that's the that, that's Black Friday, in case you didn't know. But I'm, the reason I know, because I, you know, I got I got you know, a wife over here, and, you know, that's, we, we already plan on going shopping uh, that Friday morning. <laughs> but uh, I think we're on a collision course for that game coming up November 24th. That's the day after Turkey Day. Um, so talking about that game. What's the quote DC go ahead and said about practicing on Thanksgiving? What, uh, what was that again? Now? I'm sorry. You always said. You always said at this time of year. What do you want to be doing on Thanksgiving if you're a high school football player? Oh, you want to be practicing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You, go to practice. you want to be. Yeah, you want you want to be practicing. You know, we were very fortunate, Evan, my senior year and your junior year, um, to practice on Thanksgiving. You know, or yeah, practice on Thanksgiving. So. Hey, I think that's going to be the collision course that we're going on. And then uh, lastly, uh, in this 3A bracket, I also have to send a shout-out to uh, little Jimmy uh, Parker. Just uh, was nominated semifinalist uh, for Pearl Cone Division One Class 3A. Got to give a shout-out to him. Um, I had an opportunity to holler at Jimmy earlier this year at an Elite Three camp. And, um, you know, he, Jimmy is, is, a, is a great young man uh, on the field, off the field. And uh, kudos to him, uh, the coaching staff over there at Pearl Cone. I mean, we were just talking about last week, Evan, everybody, why you guys always talk about Pearl? Well, A, because we can. B, um, <laughs> they are a team that has been, uh, A, rocking with us again. I'm sorry, B, you've been rocking with us. Uh, since day one for us. And, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you talk about teams that should be talked about. I mean, they got a great team over there um, led by the head coach. And, again, kudos to them. Shout out, little Jimmy. Good stuff, man. Hope you bring home that uh, the gold ball and also the plaque as well for that Class 3A. Um, I do know that, obviously, you know, we get votes and Mr. Football and all that good stuff, but he was one of our vote-getters. Um, in that class. So shout out to him. Shout out to um, Darius James over there at Fairview as well, too. Um, he was another vote getter uh, for us in class 3A. You know, of course, we got to take care of our Middle Tennessee boys. But uh, again, in closing, that class 3A, that Riley Egypt Pearl semifinals, you're going to have two potential uh, Mr. Foot, Mr. Foot potential, Mr. Football playing in that game. And Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Parker. And Kalen Granberry out there at Raleigh, Egypt. So keep an eye out for him. Should be fun. Uh, you know, that's all I got for 3 a.m. Unless you got something else. You do. But we talking about practice, man. What are we talking about? Practice? We talking about practice. <laughs> <laughs> talking about practice. You want to be practicing on... 
<laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> you want me practicing on Thanksgiving, unlike uh, Alan. <laughs> <This average>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alan Alan. <laughs> Don't miss Thanksgiving practice. <laughs> Oh man! No, nah, no, that's yeah, that's it, that's it. No, I don't have nothing else for three A. Uh, yeah, I mean, you nailed it on the head, man. You nailed it. You, you, that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. Um, I know, I know. I, I see. Did we? I, I think we got through it all. Did we go through our list? We got about nine minutes left. Uh, anybody we leave out? Anybody want to talk about? I will. I will send out a shout out to my FRA uh, Panthers. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> St. Not that St. George's this past week, uh, and handed fashion, uh, Mr. Uh, Will Hoyt out there, Mr. Lance Will Hoyt had him uh, two scores. Uh, him and Eric Stocks of Diggs have uh, hooked up several times throughout the year, man. With that, I mean Eric, Eric. So let me let me brag on Eric real quick out there uh, for anybody who doesn't know, um, uh, I'm Mr. Diggs out there, Eric. Has Eric has a scene this year? Eric has committed to Cornell. What's that tell you? Eric uh, has committed. Ivy League school. To, yeah, Ivy League school. Uh, Eric has committed to Cornell to play football, and has. Hey, okay. Let me get. I want you to guess what his GPA is. Do you see? Just, just give me a guess. Ah, uh, just give Real you a quick. guess. And, and, and uh, we're talking about Eric, right? Yeah, Eric Stocks of Diggs, quarterback for uh, FRA. Oh, I, I know exactly who he is. I know, I know exactly. I'm just, I haven't had an opportunity to meet him up close and personal. But the fact mm-hmm. that he is going to an Ivy League school and just out of the sake of not having a whole much, whole bunch of time left, uh, 3.5 to 4.0. 4.4. He has a what? How do you do that? 4.4. How do you get a 4.4? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know, but apparently that's what you got to have to get into Cornell. That's why I didn't get the call from Cornell. Um, (laughs) Austin P and MTSU barely called me. (laughs) (laughs) Cornell didn't call. Uh, But hey, hey. Hey, congrats to that young man. He is um, a great, a great, a great, a great young man. Great team leader. Uh, fortunately, they won uh, against St. George's. I'm, I'm going I'm to say, unfortunately, right now, in, in, until other, until else, else has happened. Unfortunately, they got to play um, Los Angeles. So, Ooh, man, yeah. Uh, what's your boy's name down there? Um, uh, down Eric, there, Lusanne. Eric Gray. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be a big task. Um, hope they're up to it. That's that's that's, that's a big task. Lost fans uh, on a on a what twenty. Or 26 game winning streak, um, dating back to last year, going 14 and 0 through the playoffs, winning uh, up there in Cookville, uh, finishing this regular season at 10 and 0, um, knocking, beating the snot out of somebody last week. Uh, I can't remember who, but 
yeah, FRA Panthers, salute. Get it done. If you're gonna go out, now, go out with a bang. Well, you say go out, like like go out, like like, like lose the game and be out the playoffs. If, now, if 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 if, <laughs> if they're gonna if they're gonna go down there and play, like we said earlier, leave it all on the field. Yeah. FRA, yeah, I'll tell you, FRA has. So speaking of teams to turn it around, they go from last year being um, one and nine, okay, uh, one and ten if you count the playoff game, to this year finishing the regular season four and six, okay, behind the leadership of just four lone seniors, okay. Um, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, that's a hard task. Um, I mean, as a senior, you're asked to do a lot. You're asked to lead a lot. You're asked to mentor and to help mold and shape the attitude of a team. So just having four of those young men um, lead this FRA team, um, it's been a good journey for them. You know, they, you know, they, um, they uh, raised their win total from last year from one to four during the regular season. And they've done themselves one or more better by getting a uh, playoff win under their belt. So, congrats to those guys, man. I'm very, I'm very proud of those guys. Uh, very proud of uh, Coach Whittymore out there. Uh, pretty boy, Whittymore. So, uh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. And um, yeah, what else? I don't know. Let's see. What's how much time do we have left? Uh, a couple momentos, um, about three minutes. Any closing notes? Any clear, cl- uh, closing words of inspiration? You gonna? Pre- I thought she was gonna preach for me. You're not gonna preach. You know, I'm not gonna do too much tonight. Uh, you know, you know, we got about two minutes left. I'll just say, you know, to all the winners and uh, unfortunate losers of this past Friday. Again, this is the best time of your life. Enjoy, enjoy the ride. Um, you guys, the loss, keep your head up. Uh, you know, there's there's life after football, believe me. You know, Evan and I are both testaments um, of that remark. And uh, keep your head up. For you guys that are still having an opportunity to play, leave it on the field this week, guys. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing a few upsets. I know Evan and I, you know, we try not to do any predictions here and there, but if we did <laughs> and you're offended by it, I'm sorry. Uh, we're sorry. But make us believers. Make us believers and uh, tweet us. Let us know. You know, call us out on it. I will definitely, uh, we'll definitely man up and say, hey, we're wrong and kudos. And, you know, if you happen to have an opportunity to call in and holler at us. So that's all I got. Looking forward to another great week of football. Um, as of now, Evan, real quick, I know we've got a little, just a little under two minutes left in the podcast. Um, I, I like to take a look at the weather forecast this past. Uh, Friday uh, was great weather. It was awesome outside. Outside, uh, I'm looking forward. Hopefully, Evan, um, this Friday coming up, a little bit of the same. Um, the temperatures, are, from what I'm understanding, are going to be dropping. Um, we're looking at a high Friday, 55 degrees, low being 40. Um, but thank goodness, no rain. Other than that, hey, it's football time in Tennessee. Shout out to all the semi-finalists. Uh, candidates for Mr. Football, you uh, you and your team are deserving, and uh, hope you guys have let your offensive linemen, defensive linemen know uh, that you appreciate them. And that's all I got. D1 highlights. We're at it again. Come back and check us out next week.
Yep. Uh, so with that being said, uh, make sure you guys catch us this week um, on Twitter at D1 Highlights, on Instagram at D1 Highlights underscore TN. And then, of course, always check out the website for the latest articles and photos and happenings going on around the state of Tennessee. Uh, also, keep an eye out for your helmet. Your team helmet is coming up. If, well, if we hadn't gotten it done for you yet, uh, reach out to us. Tell us you want your helmet done. Send me over the graphics and we'll get it done. So, uh, for uh, DC, this is Evan. He want to highlights. We'll catch you guys next week talking round two winners and losers. Catch y'all. We out. Yeah. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.